for September 25th, 2023. It's the Overthinking It podcast, episode 795. We will be victorious. Overthinking it, where we subject the popular culture to a level of scrutiny it probably doesn't deserve. The overthinkers are your smart, funny friends from the internet. Never happier than when we are hanging out together, though sometimes we have to hang out alone. I'm Matt Rather. I'm your host. I'm here, joined by Mr. Peter Fenzel. Hello, Pete. It's great to have you. Oh, it's great to have you too, man. And uh, Mark Lee is back from his trip, his trip to Italy, where he was just thinking about the Roman Empire because he was uh, he was touring ancient Roman ruins. Right, if that's all, where you were. Only Mark. in my mind, certainly I was there. And I, by the way, I did ask my wife and also uh, another uh, female friend uh, this question of how often they think about the Roman Empire, and both of them answered at the same time. Never. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, we're good. We're we're glad to have you, Mark. I, you know, I don't know. I've uh, I've a, a story from this weekend. I was um my uh, my wife took off to go to a bachelorette party for a childhood friend of hers, like her, her uh, one of her childhood be- best friends, and so I had the house to myself with the animals um this this weekend, and I had. The, the, I mean, I, I missed her and I was, I was sort of low key sad. Uh, I think that's what the kids say, low key sad, where I just feel like that's where you're sad, but like you work in the, the time authority, right? That's low key sad. And, uh-huh. uh, you know, then, then, um, I don't know. The, but the, uh, no, the, uh, I was sad. Um, and, you know, didn't, didn't relish being alone, but I had the most productive, 48 hour period uh that you know uh, that i've had uh over the last uh, like of any weekend in in recent memory like i did errands i like i drove to ikea like you know i i put gas in the car i went to the grocery store like three or four different times probably not the most efficient way uh efficient way to do it but i have one that's like a four minute bike ride away so it's easy like if you're like cooking stuff and like there is this thing it's like oh you know all this all these this cauliflower is gonna go bad all right let's make cauliflower soup put all the cauliflower in soup oh wait i didn't get garlic back to the back to the grocery store you know get the uh get the garlic for the cauliflower soup and that's um you know and uh, uh ikea and i took the dog to the vet the dog got his shots and won't need to go back for another year like uh it was a uh incredible thing and then i put all this ikea furniture together today and i like i uh, got the old furniture out of the house and like did did all of this stuff no doubt because i was like staving off loneliness somehow right like no doubt like stimulating my mind with activity such that I wouldn't, I wouldn't feel the, the, the crushing weight of my solitude. But on another, on another level, like it was, it was, um, I felt like great about myself, you know, cause all of these little projects around the house, like, um, needed to hang re but drill new holes for like the toilet paper holder kind of thing which was kind of jiggling in the wall and when you pulled on it it was not you know it was kind of like jiggling and not 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 broken but anyway like it but it's done now now it's solid it's solid the the just the feeling of certainty of security when you pull sheet after sheet off the toilet paper holder fills me with uh you know fills me with pride of accomplishment and i i don't know i i felt like um 
I felt like that that solitude was a a spur to a certain amount of um you know, I don't know, to a certain amount of like uh activity, to motivation. And I wonder, I wonder, you know, here in the the honeymoon phase of of my marriage, am I too happy? Right? Do I live in the land of the lotus eaters? Am I just blissed out all the time in the weekends, you know, basking in the the wonderful presence of my my lovely wife and and you know, not so happy that I I really there's really no point in in fixing the jiggly fixing the jiggly hardware and uh, bolting it more solidly to the more solidly to the wall. I don't know. Is that, is that an experience? Yeah. I mean, you guys have kids, so you're never alone. And when, when you do, you probably collapse in exhaustion. So you, I'm, I'm sure you can't relate. I can relate a little bit. So let me, let me get my slight variation, uh, but similar experience, slightly similar experience to this, which is that uh, over a period of about four days, uh, my wife took my oldest son who's four uh, on a trip, which left me and uh, my two-year-old daughter um, home by ourselves. Um, but what that also meant is that uh, at uh, about eight fifteen or so, um, uh, I was done with the kids, and then I was by myself. And um, but to, com- to compare this to like you know um, having to deal with both kids and then um, just having time with my wife at you know at nine o'clock uh, onwards, then so that's you know quite a bit difference change uh, in the routine here. And what I found mainly is that uh, I played a lot of video games. <laughs> wow. Well, I had all this all this time to myself, and um, and, and thinking about that, and thinking about your experience, Matt, as well too. It's like, well, what what is going on here? It's you know, we're, we're Matt, we were freed from the burden of having to attend to another person's mm. needs, and uh, their just mere presence, uh, and having to be present for them. And then uh, you got to be present for yourself. And uh, sure, I'll, did, did I get a few productive things in around the house? Uh, I would like to think that I did. Uh, but honestly, it was largely about playing video games. And I had no shame about that. I will say this other thing as well, though, is that um, having to think way back. Um, by the way, I've been married, I will, this year, I've been married 10 years. which means I've also been in relationship with my wife for you know, however many, you know, 13 or so years. I have to go back a long time and think about when I was single. You know what I was doing? A lot of when I was single, that Pete, Let me guess, what I was doing. Were you playing video games? No, because oh, I wasn't. Did, I was. I didn't have video games in my life at that time. I was writing like you know five thousand word articles for overthinking about Terminator. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I was doing. That's fine. Life's I mean, changed. I don't yeah, know. I mean, I guess the 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 yes, being a text blog, the the amount of time. You know, this, this, like, you know, you do a podcast, uh, we, we go live to tape, right? Like we, we, uh, you squeeze it out, you pinch it off. It's, uh, you upload it. It's done. <laughs> but right. Be, running a text blog was definitely a time consuming enterprise when we mm-hmm. used to, when we used to do it. I don't know, Pete, do you, uh, do you like, uh, do you like solitude or is the, the, you know, quash, crushing weight of aloneness too much to bear? <laughs> Well, I think my my general experience of solitude tends to be in a different direction. I don't know if you guys experience it this way, but I live in a home where I'm the last person to go to bed every night by a big margin. Mm. And so my solitude time is is at night after everybody is asleep. And so there have been times I do remember them in the in the past where, you know, people would travel or, or go away or like where I would travel. I think you know, I went on a business trip. A little while ago, and I'd have some alone time on my business trip. But my most important solitude moments lately have been at night while everybody is asleep, and uh, and then the craving for solitude just becomes so 
Well, that's the craving for solitude, but the craving to use that time of solitude to, to get something that I'm not getting during the rest of the day causes me to stay up really late and not go to sleep. And this is something I used to do before I was married, before I was dating anybody also, just like, you know, from a big family, uh, not really much of a sense of personal space a lot of the time, but I think that's not too surprising. I think everybody in the family felt that way from time to time. And I would just stay up really late because when I was awake and nobody else was, then like I had the place to myself, right? Mm -hmm. Uh, but it's become an obstacle, man. It's totally become an obstacle and uh, an obstacle to, you know, you got to get to bed. You got to get your sleep, you know, especially uh, when you have responsibilities and you have a family that isn't going to necessarily let you like chill out uh, in the morning as much as you used to be able to. So my, yeah, my struggle with solitude in terms of what to like watch or what to enjoy from like a pop culture perspective, if I'm hearing that Mark, for you, it was video games. I have to put a rule on myself to not play video games after nine 30. Uh, if I play mm, video games, after too much stimulation. Party, yeah, I can't get to sleep. I, I, yeah. I stay up till two o'clock easy if I play, which is that was a real tough one, because if, if you don't play after 930, you know, when are you going to play? Because <laughs> right? right. because uh, the kids don't go to sleep until until eight or eight thirty, uh, sometimes nine. And, uh, uh, you know, it varies. There's variance. And then, of course, you have to do things like eat and like spend time with your spouse and your best friend in your house or like record your podcast and so on and so forth. Yeah, so I make sort of choices about what to watch or listen to or do culturally by myself uh, with the challenges of the moment in mind. And, and it's, it creates some interesting, some interesting choices, much like for a long time, my Spotify lists were all like workout music because that was the only time I listened to music was when I was exercising. Uh, whereas now it's all blazing the monster machines all the time, but we need to go into that again. <laughs> Um, but yeah, so, so Matt, what you said you were really productive. What, what do you like? What, no? I mean, what did you like as a, uh, as a workout mix? Was it all like, was it all like super, uh, you know, was it all like, we will be victorious. <laughs> <laughs> like a lot I had of, different subgenres. That is that Muse? I, had, that, yeah, I think so. Yes. That's Knights of Sidonia, I believe. Right. By Muse, which is great. Um, I had different genres. I had a, a few very standard workout mixes that I also used. Uh, that I used to play when I would commute to work by bike as well. I would sometimes blast them out of my backpack when I was feeling particularly feisty. Sometimes when I was riding my bike home, uh, you know, the seven miles between my work and my, my home at mm -hmm. the time. Uh, and you're, and that, think, you're at the intersection. It's like, we will be victorious. <laughs> yes, exactly. Exactly. It's going to be like. And yet yeah. the semi-trailer did not stop. <laughs> That's yeah. the, you know. And they all they had a sort of thematic sing songy names. I think one was called Party Workout Party Out, and one was called Rowdy Work it, Workout Hip Hop. It was definitely a lot of like where the party at, and all my world, where the party at, or a lot of ludicrous, right? Like um, a lot of because it was very like it was very mid twenty tens, early twenty like late aughts or mid aughts through mid teens was like when a lot of that music came from. I'm looking through my lists now. For like, well, what was I listening? What were kinds of songs that you would never really like said, oh, that's my favorite song and I listen to all the time. But I listen to all the time because the only times I listened to it was when I was pedaling a bicycle or like lifting something uh, either either in a in a garage or in a uh, in a let me see if I can find man. I haven't opened these old mixes in such a long time. <laughs> I, used to, I used to get workout workout mix. I used to get uh, uh, stationary bike mixes. 
from overthinker Ryan Sheely, who would like really elaborately curate. And I could not be, I could not be arsed, you know, to like yeah. do, to do, uh, this kind of work, but like would, would curate different, like 30 minute sort of, you know, solo spin class mixes, like around a theme. You know, uh, that were, that were just like, were just glorious. Like, uh, I remember the holiday themed spinsmiss mix. That's a good one. (laughs) I still bust out. Um, Yeah, that one's great. That one's great. Oh man. And the whole, the whole thing, but I just couldn't be, but I, you know, like I work out a gym now and I, so I listen to the kind of the, the anodyne pop um that's on the that's on the the loudspeakers because i feel like if i have um if i have uh like any mental ability to look at my phone between sets uh i'm not lifting heavy enough you know like i just yeah. want to be i want to be i want to be like just wrecked you know at the beginning of my 90 second rest and then like barely make it back hardcore we will be <laughs> sorry Pete. Well, i was no 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 it's great i was productive yeah i mean and and i think it i think it's come it comes down to a couple of things that i i mean i thought were i thought were interesting one is that like i was sort of driving myself like and i scheduled things to do you know because i thought i would need like kind of company i would need like the company of tasks or the company of kind of like purpose uh rather than like the the company of my partner you know and that and so that like i it was just sort of like well this is the schedule like the the dog has a vet appointment um you know that's that that is what it is and i i you know i went to my vet i i love my vet very much uh the the veterinarian the doctor the 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 front of house situation at my vet is terror is is like embarrassingly bad and um you know there there must be a huge shortage of vets if one can operate like this and and remain in remain in business um but the the yeah so like the whole you know the whole thing how many businesses are like that too sorry i'm I'm calling digression like how many how many businesses are are there where like the core the core of the service is uh fantastic but the kind of the administration or kind of like wraparound services the kind of the enabling services are are terrible most doctors offices i you yeah. know i imagine are are uh are sort of like that but um the, uh, the other thing though is that like i didn't have to coordinate with anyone Right. Like if it's if you come home and there are like other people there, then it's the, all of a sudden it's like, oh, hey, uh, you know, what's up with you? What's a, OK? Are we ready? Are we going to do the thing together? Or am I doing the thing by myself? There's all of this like, um, you know, there's all of this kind of like administration. And that that sort of goes it scales exponentially with the number of people involved. It doesn't scale like linearly with the number of of uh, people involved. Right. Like doing something with two people is four times harder than doing it with uh with one person et cetera et cetera and so that's like um like that's the 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 other thing is that like i i could like just go you know oh back from the ikea all right drop the you know the billy bookcases off uh dog in the car off off we go we're back on the on the road again you know like uh chewing on beef jerky and uh and um singing muse to myself on the uh, on the thing. No, but Pete, like my, my, um, all my stuff, I'd had to be hands free. And so it was all podcasts and audiobooks, uh, 
audiobooks this weekend for me. And I find that like, I have to like, I have to be careful what I put on because if it's anything that I'm going to like get involved in, you know, it's, it's going to like distract me from, from whatever, uh, whatever it is I'm doing. Right. Like I kind of have to like be mindful of my mindfulness. I have to be like, I have to curate my own mental state through the, uh, uh, through the the media diet, right? So where 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 have you where have you landed with what you're gonna put on the uh, with what you're gonna put on the old phone when you're uh, when you're alone at night? Your only time the the time alone to I don't know to to what to close up the house to wash the dishes to uh, put put your feet up and contemplate the universe. I'm I'm not sure what you're doing in these long stretches of. Well- Take so, long wandering walks in the woods, you know, to, to I don't know, to, to fight off me, nature for another day. Let me let me elaborate. First, let me correct some things. First, it's not it's Uprising is the name of the Muse song. I got I totally whiffed on the name of the Muse song. and I don't know why I did that. So I apologize for that. I'd also say that I do work from home and I'm frequently at home alone while I'm working. But that doesn't really feel like being alone. <laughs> right. Like, I don't know if you guys have also experienced that where. Um, there's just something about the degree of vigilance about, I mean, of course you're doing your job, but also anybody could call you anytime. And, and so there's something about the solitude and trying the to like really, really control which way the, the webcam is pointing. So they don't see that I don't wear pants during the day. <laughs> in the, I in wear the- shorts. I've worn cargo shorts for most of the days since March of 2020. That's pretty much been, even when it's been really cold outside. Well, la uh, but- fancy, fancy <laughs> Pete. Ooh, with his pants. I'll bet they even have a snap on them and a zipper that you zip. Oh, fancy Pete. I, I only wear soft pants. Oh, oh, well, there you Wait, go. We're counting cargo pants as, as, as hard pants now. Okay. Well, we're not, we don't have I, that I know we had, I know, endorsement yet. Yeah. I know we had a very loose topic to talk about uh, solitude for this podcast, but like, okay. Like we're talking. Okay, no, no, sorry. Oh, you want to talk about pants? Is that what you want to talk about? The definition of hard pants. I called kind of a whole. Oh yeah, that's a good. Well, I I feel like if it has a snap or a button or a you know a closure and uh, and a zipper button fly, I feel like that's that's a hard pant, you know. And it's the the soft pant is the elastic waistband uh, pant, right? Right. Yeah, I suppose I have several. (laughs) I have several of those. I don't wear them. I wear them a bit in the winter. Um, I guess I have, uh, you know, like joggers and I have gym shorts. That's an option too. I guess that would be a soft pant by your measure. Are, are, um, are we calling, are we calling just straight up blue jeans, hard pants then? That doesn't feel right. Most blue jeans I mean, are very, that I've owned are very uncomfortable. They're very hard. They're yeah, very... I, think you're doing, I think you're doing it wrong. <laughs> <laughs> What Sorry, let's, let's let's go back. Let's go back to talk about what Pete uh, what okay. Pete watches. Okay. In his, so here's uh, here's in his what time. I here's the thing, right? So so the situation, right, is we're talking about unoccupied mind space, right? We're talking about a time when you don't have to be worrying about some other person uh, contacting you, talking to you, needing something from you right away. But at the same time, in that time period, you have a certain freedom to do things that you wouldn't be doing in other time periods, right? And so yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. so then your cultural engagement can serve. A couple of different purposes. One of them might be it's the thing you want to do when you can't that you can't do it another time. Right. So like that would be the time that I would watch the Americans back when I was watching the Americans because it was a me show, not a we show. And so, you know, I'd watch it when I was alone, uh, you know, watching Barry 
you know, watching Better Call Saul, stuff like that, shows that that my wife's not into, uh, and that are not appropriate for my kids, unfortunately for them. Um, so there's that. There's also the stuff that you do that you uh, that you partake of, because as you said, you're curating your mental state to be able to do the things that you want to do with that time, and that has been one of the uh, problems that I've had also. And then there's, I guess, another dimension of that is. If there's something you need to get done during that time, so you have a finite amount of time that is your time, that is time that that you know all of your other obligations are, are completed, uh, and this is time that you can use for yourself, uh, and you have freedom on how to use it. Uh, and that, but there's something that sort of sits in that time and needs to get completed before that time can be fully yours. You kind of have the option of either letting that thing drift and expand into the time allotted, in which case you could do it in a sort of very leisurely manner, perhaps. Um, or compacting it down more to give yourself more of the other time. Uh, and so I had been in a situation vis-a-vis things like, you know, The Americans and Barry and Better Call Saul, where these would be shows I would wash. I would, the big thing that I do around the house is I wash the dishes. That's like a big task that I do. Uh, we have a lot of dishes. We do a lot of cooking. We have a lot of Tupperwares. Um, and I also get so tired that I become extremely slow at doing the dishes. I don't know if I've talked about dish escape velocity yet, where you get so tired that like you just can't possibly finish washing the dishes because you just sort of get slower and slower and slower at doing it. And like it reaches a sort of asymptote where you don't actually complete the uh, you, the limit as X approaches infinity of the uh, quantity of dishes that you do uh, <laughs> is less than the quantity of dishes that are currently in the sink. And so you should probably just go to bed. But like, we do have a dishwasher, but there's a lot of stuff that doesn't work in the dishwasher. And you can listen to that podcast that we did, Matt and I, if you want to hear about that. But what I found is that over time, the amount of time that I've spent washing the dishes has expanded because it's also become my media time to the point where it doesn't get done until way too late and I don't get a lot of sleep. Uh, so we're talking about, you know, oh, man, how do you get to be one in the morning, right? How to get – and, and this is on like a school night, right? This is not appropriate. This is not, not workable. Um, so what I've tried to do now is, okay, I'm going to take this media time and I'm going to compress it as much as I can. I'm going to pick something that I'm going to enjoy. It's not going to be something I dread or hate, but it's going to be something that is going to sort of provide a, a willpower crutch because part of the issue here is you're so tired that you don't have the wherewithal to exert willpower anymore. Whatever it is that is opportune or available is the thing that you will do. And, uh, and I'm speaking about me, not you, but you know, oh, I could wash the dishes or I could like fiddle with the show that I'm watching. I could pay attention to the thing I'm watching more and do the dishes a little bit less. I could also snack a little bit more, you know, uh, because, you know, but if you have no willpower and like, you're totally tired and willpower totally is a muscle, right? Um, you know, this is trying to sort of provide an external crush of, of some willpower, something that I would enjoy and not dread, but something that once it's on, I'm going to really want to compress the amount of time that it's on. Uh, and it's going to be on while I do the dishes. And so I have a, a, a Spotify list uh, called Bagpipes for Doing the Dishes. <laughs> <laughs> and I've been populating That is not it. where I expected this to go. Okay, continue. Wow, wow. So okay. I've been populating bagpipes for doing the dishes for the better part of the last week and a half. Um, and, uh, I mean, I'm sure I don't think it's a, I don't think it's a, uh, I don't think it's private on Spotify. I think if you really are looking for it, you can probably find it. Please don't judge my ridiculous playlists. If you find my like large collection of kind of, 
uh, you know, detritus. But, you know, you'll find such hits on bagpipes for washing dishes as uh, the old rustic bridge by the mill, by the pipes and drums of the Scots guards, right? Or like, uh, you know, (laughs) I've really been enjoying. He probably doesn't get a lot of shout outs because I don't think his uh, his Spotify doesn't suggest that he gets more than a couple of 100 listens a, a, a year or a month or whatever. But there's a there's an Irish style piper named Chris McMullen I've been listening to. He has an album called You Lay in Tales from 2017. Uh, you know, if you want to listen to Rip the Calico, uh, you know, that's that that'll really get you going. Uh, but, yeah, the regimental band and pipes and drums of the Black Watch. It's just a really great name for a metal band, but also is it, you know, it's the name of a bunch of people who play bagpipes and drums for the Black Watch. <laughs> so uh, I guess it's probably more of a, of a fantasy faction in a uh, in a Dungeons and Dragons game. But the, but the point being that, like, um, yeah, the Athol Highlanders is a funny one to say. But there's just I guess I have a bunch of, of bagpipe songs. <laughs> and so I just like it's like, OK, this is what I'm going to do. I'm going to start doing the dishes. I'm going to put on my headphones and I'm going to turn on the bagpipes. And I don't get to turn the bagpipes off until I'm done doing the dishes. And it is it is just shaved so much time off of doing the dishes. Which, by the way, my wife can do the dishes in 15 minutes. For me, it takes literally hours. Right? Like, now, granted, it's a lot of dishes. Right? Um, and, and this is also a situation a lot of the time where, like, I neglected it the previous day. Uh, I'm behind on swapping out the dishwasher. Maybe a lot of stuff in the dishwasher didn't get clean and has to be hand-washed again. Uh, and all the stuff. So, yes, um, I, I would the bagpipes. Then uh, the first time I did it, I went to bed at 1115, which I hadn't done in a really long time. <laughs> so uh, you wouldn't think that the bagpipes would help you sleep. But if they uh, but but the sort of inexorability of that march forward into uh, into certain death and doom uh, is uh, is is definitely a little bit a little bit of motivation, I suppose. Um, so, yes, yeah, so so that's, that's it. That's it. You, you wash the dishes and you listen to like an hour of backpack music, and that's it. Really? What do you mean that's it? <laughs> is that not enough for you? So that was going is that like, the you, like you know you you compress the time for that so that it allows you to watch an episode of your Eurovision shows. Oh yeah, of course, like, definitely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, no, okay, no, okay, yeah. Okay. The first time I did, I was just really tired. No, no. The idea is that if I if I I could watch something, I could sort of half watch something. And and it'll take a lot longer and I won't be able to pay my full attention to it. And then I'll also get to bed really late or I can play the bagpipes, finish the dishes, right? Brush my teeth, get ready to go. Then I can watch whatever I want and and uh, and I can just go to bed. Right? Like, I, I can just like mm. I no longer am in that situation where like, oh, I'm on the couch, but I, there's still dishes to do and I have to get up and wash the dishes or like, oh, I wash the dishes and I have to brush my teeth. So when, you know, then, OK, now I'm alone. Now I can catch up on watching Critical Role for the four hour episodes that come out every week. Right. Which I never I never have time to watch as much as I used to. Um, although it's funny because I watched a lot of that right after we had our, our kids. So it was more of paternity paternity leave viewing um you know now i can uh um what i've been i've been thinking about whether i should get into justified i heard that show was good did you guys watch justified oh pete season Uh, two of justified with with character actress actress margo martindale is uh like uh, among the great seasons of tv so like, I heard you say, you and Ben were talking about Justified and you said that, right? That it's like one of the greatest seasons of TV ever made, right? And I was like, why? Well, I, I never watched it. I, I, and, and no, I don't. No, 100%. I mean, and watch season one first because it's, it's, you know, worth it just to get the background because it's good as well. But season two, that, 
that villain, Margot Martindale comes in and plays the kind of the main antagonist. She's like the big bad for the season. And it's, um, uh, and that's not a spoiler. You see it in the first, in, you know, two one, you see the, the, um, uh, the kind of the dynamic and the, and, yeah. uh, yeah. And, and like to me, that is up there with like the money train season of the shield. It's up there with the Hamsterdam season of the wire. Like it's up there with like Star Trek next generation three and four as like just, just insanely great uh, seasons of television in shows that I like, but like a stretch where it's like, Oh, this is like something special was happening here in this yeah. particular, in this particular yeah. thing for, for men of a certain age who liked watching these kinds of shows. Yeah. Oh no, that's, that's awesome. That's so, okay. So, well, wait, I, I feel torn. like the same, I feel like the, I, I mentioned those shows because you have a, a reference, uh, you have a reference with them. Like, um, Oh yeah. You know, but I feel like I feel I feel like people who are uh, not men or not our age also have a similar experience. Though the the shows might be might be very different, right? Like right. I I can think of of uh, someone whom whom I won't name with whom I share a house and a life uh, that. <laughs> That's the talk. <laughs> who has, who has uh, like, like very strong opinions, favorite, favorite seasons of, of The Bachelor. And actually, Christina, my wife, Christina, uh, like texts, Blinky and she have a whole like Bachelor themed text <laughs> channel going with each other all the time. And it's like, sometimes I like dip in and get a little information about, you know, like, like dip my toes in, in the stream. But it is like, it is wide and deep that, that, uh, that river. So it's not, I don't mean to be sort of gender normative. Oh, yeah. it's, I, I, it's, I just uh, wanted to lampshade the idea that like, yes, I consider the shield uh, that season of the shield to be like a great season of television. Obviously, you know, not everybody likes the shield, but we do. And I think if you know us by now, then uh, maybe, I don't know if Mark does, but I know we, we liked it a lot, but that's not the point. The point, the point is like, okay, so I ha- I would like to watch justified because you said this about this show uh, do I have to worry about it not uh, me not being able to go to sleep? Probably. It sounds pretty intense, right? So I probably don't want to be watching it super late. Second of all, though, if I have this show on, am I really going to do the dishes? Like, probably not, right? I'm probably mm-hmm. going to have it on, and it's probably going to – if it has, it's commanding my attention at all, I'm probably going to be lollygagging on the dishes and watching the show. And so I need – let me ask you this. Do you think Justified would be made much worse if you listened to, like – half an hour to 40 minutes of bagpipe music immediately before watching it. <laughs> Do you think that would improve or detract? <laughs> I mean, I guess because of the kind of the, like the Scots Irish, you know, uh, da- up in the, up in the hollers of, uh, of Eastern Kentucky, um, yeah. you know, might, might be a, uh, might be a compliment. It might actually fit. Might be yeah. Atmosphere. I mean, it would be, you yeah. know, separated in separated in time by a number of centuries, but like still, you know, part of the same great sweep of history. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. So yeah, so this is the sort of weird, uh, you know, I don't want to call let it. Let me ask you, nightmare. let me ask you this, Pete. How yeah. often do you think about the Angles, the Saxons and the Celts? <laughs> I mean, pretty often, I would say, right? Like, we just did that whole podcast last week. Yeah, I would say, I mean, being being Irish-American, I think I think about them all the time with great confidence and little knowledge, which is what all Irish-Americans do. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, no, it's... Uh, uh yeah man it's I, don't know, I, don't know, I, don't, I don't know how i got on this instagram for a while but uh irish people talking uh talking about how inseparable irish americans are is a really good rabbit hole you can fall down on a oh, lot yeah. of social media yeah. sites yeah, yeah that's yeah, a, yeah. a very common diaspora phenomenon by the sure. way no doubt. um 
Pete, another follow-up question for you. So, like, um, expand the time horizon here where or, okay. you know, you're traveling for work or for whatever reason you yeah. don't have a mountain of dishes to do. Now, how does yeah. that change your equation? Oh, man. Um, Even more, two hours of backpipes. Yeah. Just, just jamming. <laughs> well, my most – so I did go on a business trip fairly recently, which allowed, which allowed me – I mean, I'm not in prison. I, I chose this life. Right? So like, <laughs> I enjoy, I enjoy my home and my life. Uh, I just need to be a little bit better with managing. You didn't choose the thug life. The thug life chose you, Pete. That's right. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> um, and so uh, I definitely would turn in early on that business trip. I did not have the wherewithal to go out on the town uh, after all of the stuff that was happening uh, during the day. And uh, first thing I look for is a, is a comfy chair. Love a good comfy chair. And uh, yeah, I think, was I still watching Letterkenny at that point? Just plowing through and mainlining Letterkenny. Uh, that was before I canceled Hulu because we got Hulu for the Prey podcast. And then I held on for it, to it for a while to watch Letterkenny and Shorzy. Uh, and then eventually got rid of it because I didn't want to pay the bill for yet another streaming service. But I think we already talked about that on the podcast. Um, I mean, I have books on tape that I listen to uh, right now. One of them, I think I might've mentioned is like pretty serious and about like parenting and psychology and intense. No, yeah. So, I can't, uh, can't do that. Can't do no, that. That's not really restful. Anything, that's not really what this is for. Yeah. When I read, um, when I books on tape read, I read the audible version of the body keeps the score. It was like, no, don't do this before you have like an important yeah. meeting or something yeah. like that. Like that's, you know, don't, uh, right. Cause you're going <laughs> to, you're going to have flashbacks or at yeah. least like really deep sessions of like intensive journaling that you just, yeah. uh, that you just have to do. Yeah. Yeah. It's just, I definitely think it's, it's just, it's just shut down, man. It's, it's a little bit of TV maybe, and just crashing out. Do you have, uh, do you have a, a practice when, when I worked at Goop, we had, everything was like, uh, your practice, you know, you're like, uh, you know, your meditation practice, your, uh, Jade egg yeah. practice and so on. And the, uh, do you, do you, Pete, do you have a, do you have a fiction practice? Do you have a novelistic practice? As in novels that I read? That you read. Yeah. That, that you read or listen to. I do. I've talked about it a few times, I think, on the podcast. I feel like this is this is just taking me down memory lane mm. with various sorts of things. But um, so my novelistic practice has involved it's it's evolved while I've become a parent because well, right, it's involved yeah. when I take my kids out for walks, which doesn't really happen a ton right now because of the ages of the kids. But when my son was much younger and I would take him, not that he's like old now. Uh, but I would take him in the stroller for like stroller walks and I would walk around our little, you know, in, in neighborhood area, which is not very busy. Uh, and uh, and I would read while I walked. Mm. Right. I would sort of have my little Barnes and Noble nook. I, I sort of I feel like I mastered reading while walking back when I was in high school and I was memorizing lines for plays. Mm. Like I would just walk down. I would walk back and forth to school and I would just memorize uh, memorize my scripts for whatever I show that. I was in at the time. When I was doing, when I, when I did uh, the Sandland Diaries, it was, you know, probably like 75 minutes of a one-man show. And I, so I, I, married, I memorized it paragraph by paragraph and I would do it with on like long walks around the neighborhood. And there was actually something about moving your feet and something about like do having a rhythm and like moving your body where it just got um it just it just fell in a little deeper than it would be if you were like sitting at a desk uh sitting at a desk doing it so i wonder i mean i wonder if that's the same thing would be true with uh with reading for pleasure as you yeah. you know as i mean i plowed like- i plowed through the entire um dresden files doing that so that's like 18 books that i got through in like maybe less than a year 
um, no, definitely less than a year, a few months. Um, they were not difficult books and they were kind of fun. Um, but, but also, you know, the more attention you need to, obviously these are for kids who are like, they're napping, right? The reason, the part mm. of why you're doing it is the kid is asleep. So now, well, the kids, they don't nap as much and they don't nap as, as reliably. And if you take them out for a walk, you want to talk to them because they're humans. And so like the, I don't really, now it would be a solo walk that I would take. If I mm-hmm. took a solo walk, then I, but of course it's been raining nonstop this entire summer. So I haven't gone for a ton of solo walks. So as a result, I haven't really done a ton of reading. So I guess that's sort of the, where my novelistic practice has been and how it's been disrupted is that's another form of solo of uh, solitude time that I've since forgotten about because the weather has been so inclement, which is to go for walks. Um, and, uh, and I, and I do like going for walks, especially because, you know, with, with, uh, the championship season and all that, a just level of, of activity just, just collapsed. Yeah, totally. So, and, well, yeah. it's so good in every, you know, in, yeah. in, in everything, the person, you know, it's probably better to take a half hour walk every day than it is to like work out once a week or something like that. Like, the, oh yeah, the, yeah, yeah. Like it's, the consistency is such a, is such a big thing. I mean, like my, so I, my stepmother reads, uh, genre fiction you know and like that that is like uh the uh, stories like jack reacher like series you know she's really she's a an avid reader and so got into series like i think largely because like they had enough books <laughs> to like be satisfying you know like the the series could provide you know more of this character and she just read so much and has like has a house like with bookshelves just full of of mass market paperbacks of like every john d mcdonald mystery book or something like that. And I found that like, as I got in my twenties and thirties, like the, the, the shield, the wire, uh, you know, those, those shows took up that and even more probably like the procedural stuff. Like if you watch law and order or something like that, that's what those, that's kind of what those books, uh, that's what those books provided. And I find recently that like, I've been doing less, less procedural television, uh, in that alone time and more like reading, you know, uh, more reading of like genre fiction of like series, series books. And I, I like, so I just got, I, it's on my mind because he released a new one recently of like Mick Heron's, uh, London based spy novels, um, you know, that, that are, uh, that are great. Um, but that also like they, they do something, uh, that they, they, they fill a need. You sort of hire, you know, like people hire products to do a particular job for them, right? Like the, and what these do is like, is fill a need that was sort of filled by the, or that, that uh, you use procedural television to, um, uh, that you use procedural television to, to fill, um, I'm on I'm on different YouTube than you, Pete, because I when I when I have to wash dishes, we don't have a dishwasher now, which is uh, tragic. Because mm-hmm. as we've established on the podcast, I'm the world's foremost authority on loading the dishwasher, <laughs> and I, I feel like um, I feel like one key to a successful relationship is like uh, eliminate all things uh, where only you are allowed to be right. From your relationship, which is another way of saying be flexible, you know, like and and uh, like don't insist on on it going your way. Well, I I can do it for everything but loading the dishwasher, Pete. I'm willing to die on that hill uh, Mm -hmm. that the, 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 the water comes from the bottom. The water shoots up. From the bottom, from the bottom of the dishwasher. So the dirty part of the dish 
should be on the bottom. It should be facing the bottom where it will be sprayed with a jet of water. If you put the cup... Mark, do you have alone time to read books? Facing... <laughs> Mark, Mark might have uh, had to step away. Mark, Mark might, I don't think Mark is having alone time right now. Actually. Oh, that's right. I just saw the note. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> that we don't have enough. I have podcasting is some of our is some of our me time, right? Right. Um, yeah, but he's not. Oh, yeah. I, I think I think Mark's uh, many many responsibilities are are uh, impinging on his. I just have to think, know. like, man, Matt really isn't throwing this to Mark at all. As I got to no, remind was... him that this isn't a two hander. No, Mark has in fact sent us both a note saying <laughs> yeah. that his baby's child is crying. No, it's right. I was watching. Assistance. I had I had eyes on his mute icon, and when I saw it, yeah. when I saw it sw- switch off, I would know that he was back available to be yeah. uh, um, to be called upon. No, I wasn't just trying to to alienate the audience by no, by no, ignoring no, the uh, by ignoring the presence of Mark. I, I'm alienating the audience by doing. Uh, by doing some other things. So the top rack. Um, <laughs> well, here can I can I make it? Can I propose another uh, interpretation of some of this stuff? Please, or at least something. Okay. So the I have become I found much less comfortable with uh, pared down, you know, sort of ancillary cultural stimulation, just due to the constant exposure to it in the championship season. Right. Mm. So the idea is like, you know, so many multitasking with, with YouTube videos, TV shows, podcasts, dual screens, social media, you know, so much stuff of that sort had been happening. And again, a lot of this involved taking family leaves to take care of babies during which I would like, you know, mainline playthroughs of Terra Invicta, right? All sorts of like, what is he, what even is that? Well, it's a video game or grand strategy game where you try to uh, deal with an alien invasion of the earth. Uh, and, and, uh, you know, if uh, hours and hours and hours of, of watching other people play that game, uh, or listening to it with one headphone as right. I tried to like calm a child. So like, I've become so accustomed to this, like just thrum of information and I really need to wean myself off of it. And the bagpipes are also part of that. It's like, I need to like cut back, cut down, uh, you know, music without lyrics is part of it. I listen to, um, a fair amount of classical music radio while I'm working, and that has sort of helped to quiet my mind somewhat. But I also just have found that it is just I, I also have found that any any sort of shorts or reels or TikToky thing, I don't have TikTok on my phone, but anything like it can just swallow up so much time, even time I don't have time that isn't alone time. Right. Like uh, and and, you know, my you know, my wife makes no secret of her not liking that I'm on my phone around the family. And so I'm trying really, really hard to not do that these days. And it's tough. Um, you know, the other last week I had a moment where I was like, okay, I'm going to put my phone down. I'm not, cause we have a guest and I'm not going to look at my phone until the guest is gone. And like, I was making faces, like I was making cringy faces because of my like emotional tolerance problems. Right. Like, uh, by which I mean having sort of waves of like, oh man, not just, not just pop culture stuff, but also like, is everything okay with work? Am I getting a work email? Am I getting an email about a side project that I'm working on? Do I have a topic for the podcast this week? And not being able to organize and apportion those thoughts into places where they kind of dwell separately from one another, right? Because it's all part of this kind of flow that gets mediated through the device. And it's just putting it down and then kind of letting the anxiety kind of wash over you and, uh, and kind of tolerating it. Um, and, uh, and and yeah, so so getting to a point of enjoying, you know, some sort of TV, movie, music, book, 
without switching to something else. Um, just really trying to reclaim that attention span and kind of, uh, kind of just sort of relax into the discomfort of it and just kind of try to live in that space more has been a bit of a project. Um, and, and I'm curious if you've experienced that at all. Oh, totally. I feel like, totally yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. hundred okay. percent agree on the, sure. it's the, I, you know, d- let me just bring it back to this weekend that I had kind of like, you know, tooting around town doing errands and stuff like this, right? Like there is a different media consumption pattern. Um, where like I would turn on the radio in the car, right? And there would be like, I don't know, like incidental music, you know what I mean? Like yeah. non, non diegetic, uh, non diegetic music, um, <laughs> in the, in the thing, um, in the, just on the soundtrack of the, of the life. And there is something, there's something weird. There's something like slightly overstimulating about it being like, um, this this single stream that you're kind of paying attention to that is kind of going in uh that's going like in parallel to your life it's almost like playing it's like it's like playing a side quest or something like that i don't know i i'm not good at at video game metaphors right like uh but that like uh you know going down to the ikea and and going into the ikea and then buying some 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 billy bookcases and then uh you know going to the the gas station and then driving home and then getting the dog and driving to the vet and then uh, you know like all like doing different errands where there's this through line you know what i mean like there's this this kind of like master narrative over the the whole thing is i don't know it's a level of in, it's it's a level of involvement in another thing that I think can't help but take you out a little bit of the moment to momentness of what is actually going on, you know, what, what you're doing and the kind of like the be here now aspect of like being present and mindful and like, uh, you know, um, uh, putting your, putting your, your full attention on, on what's going on. And I definitely like, I definitely have the experience in it. Like it happened. It definitely happened over the championship season of like two, you know, just multiple streams of, of just stimulation, right? Like of just like stuff happening, um, all the time. And like the, you know, the, the, like, like a baby, the, the sounds and the colors are right. Like my, my, uh, my little, my little mobile in my little crib, like the, um, the, the stimulation happening. And that, like, I found the result of that was, uh, you know, without a lot of quiet, right? Like with, with, um, media in a non-incidental way, kind of like seeping into every crack. Um, what, what I found was that I was really high strung all the time, right? Like, and like, I, like my temper was, was, uh, a little too hair trigger. Like I, you know, still like more likely to be pissed off by like people doing, doing stupid things on the roads or someone cutting you off. I was, you know, less likely to have patience for someone ahead of me in the, the line at the, uh, at the, uh, the grocery store. I was, you know, like, um, you know, like credit card. It's you've gotten it out of your purse a million times in your life. Like, is this your first credit card? Congratulations on your first credit card because you seem to not know where it is, you know, or how it operates, how to put it into the, into the machine. Right. And like, I I would have all of these uncharitable thoughts about everyone. (laughs) And I realized that it was probably not a great, it was probably not the most wholesome 
way to uh, to conduct my life and that like kind of just turning down the volume of, of, of stimulation or making, um, you know, making room for there to be um, making room for there to be some kind of like discharge, you know, some like parasympathetic discharge uh of the just of all the nervous system activation you know seemed to me to be like an uh, a needful thing and i i i would like to say that i found it and, and that this story has a happy ending but but tbh it's something that i you know that i sort of struggle with um that i struggle with you know what i didn't do pete was blast bagpipes at myself <laughs> as you know as a like just a disincentive it seems like the you know you're supposed to you're supposed to train the dog lovingly like with treats and like with with pets and with you know you know tell, uh, telling him that he's a good boy right like well, see, uh, the thing about the celts is we have a warrior soul <laughs> as an irish american i know a lot about the celts and their warrior about souls. about the warrior about the warrior soul <laughs> Yeah, that's that's why uh, that's why you have the red hair, right? And the the flex of of uh, green flex flex of yeah. red in your green eyes, right? Yep. That's the... It's our fury at being uh, being uh, marginalized by the English for so long. It comes out. It was it traveled backward through time. Uh-huh. Uh, anti time, Matthew. Anti-time. <laughs> yes, Irish anti time. No, it's um. Well, I I do remember because because there really is a fine line right between uh between kind of what uh. Uh, in, in, I don't want to say enduring, mm. but like uh, between, you know, what, like um, resilience and traumatizing yourself. Sure. <laughs> right. Like uh, I definitely because I definitely when I had to do lots of I didn't have to when I chose to do lots of all nighters back when I was in school, uh, which, again, t- in retrospect, terrible idea, probably not as nearly as necessary as I made them. Right. But I had no real organization for my life and uh, and certainly had no sense of the way to prioritize things like sleep. Um, and, certainly, and you know what? At that point, I can be forgiven for it. I was just a child. I didn't know anything. Um, and I barely I mean, an adult, it's also like time man- time management is not a natural thing. Like it's not something you're born knowing how to do. Right. And it, oh, it, no. Yeah. You do, I, and I don't mean you. It's not something one is born is born knowing <laughs> everyone how to do. But you, Pete, is born how knowing how to do. Time that's why everyone that's why why your experience of your colleagues is that they yeah. all make their deadlines. <laughs> yep. 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 So, yeah. So but but even in just in retrospect, it's it's uh just that that space where you absolutely need to get something accomplished and you're just way too tired to do it. What do you use to oh, cope I, with that situation? Sure. I was 100 um, percent that guy. Right. Like I was a huge procrastinator and I, I almost like I think my senior thesis was the only paper that I didn't write. Uh, over the course of one night because it was long and I wrote it over the course of two, you know, and right. that like, uh, yeah, I was a, I was an all nighter the night before the paper. Uh, yeah. So I'm glad, it, I'm glad you were, because I have this vague sense that you were much better at this sort of thing than I was, but I'm glad to hear that you were also like plowing in the, uh, you know, burning the midnight oil on your own face. Oh, 100, 100%. My, my roommates say, Matt, I, you know, I'm, I'm told that you go to class and actually get decent grades, but I've never seen you work. Uh, and it's, it was because I did it all after they went to sleep when all right thinking people, you know, no slouches, by the way, that my roommates, the people I lived with in, in college, uh, right. Like intellectually, they just had, uh, uh, you know, I don't know, it's a, a better, a better, maybe internal organization. Like, uh, they didn't find the anxiety about uh, stuff quite so dysregulating. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah. I mean, I do actually like bagpipes, which I think is part of it. I do kind of, I do chuckle to myself when I'm listening to it, being like, I, 
if I played this for someone else and was like, hey, what do you think of this? Like they would look at me like I was crazy. Right. So it's like uh, uh, it's that's so because I because I do think that that I probably derive a little bit more sincere enjoyment from it than I would expect most other people to because it is weird. It is weird because it's not the medium for it. Maybe that's part of why I get a kick out of it is listening to bagpipes on headphones just defeats the purpose, right? Because it's supposed to be this like big droning sound that like fills up an entire space and you're shrinking it down to its most like tiny delivery method possible. Uh, the world's the world's tiniest bagpipe is not a uh, <laughs> not a metaphor. <laughs> you're just there playing the world's tiniest bagpipe. I can still hear it from half a block away, but it's the world's tiniest bagpipe. <laughs> Which um, all the sheep, all the sheep in the neighborhood yeah. have co- have come running because they know it's time for dinner. But uh, you know, yeah, 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 yeah. No, so I think that like, um, I mean, I haven't, I have not been able to get through a bunch of shows that have been on my list uh, with my wife because we have both not reach that point in the night where they because we want to be pretty mindful about, about, uh, you know, what it takes. I mean, the, the, the key example for us is Ted Lasso, mm. right? I'll talk about Ted Lasso for a little bit because this, I have not watched most of this season of Ted Lasso. So there's no spoilers here. I haven't seen it. Uh, have you watched Ted Lasso this season? Yeah, I, I have. And I thought the alien abduction subplot was really ah, ill-advised. She did. I told you not to tell me what happened. You justified <laughs> Uh, Ted Lasso attacks exclamation point where Ted Lasso vaporizes Jack Nicholson with a laser gun. Right. Um, But yes, no, it's uh, it's it's it. The beginning of the season was pretty rough. And uh, I mean, it's probably it's no it's not a spoiler as much as it is a uh, exposition that like troubled marriages and divorces are a big part of the show. And uh, and so, you know, watching it with your wife, I mean, I. I got a little bit sad because I like my marriage and I wanted to be, I wanted to be okay. And watching people crying because their marriages are, are in trouble uh, makes me sad. And, and so I had a certain sort of tolerance threshold for being able to watch the show. And I think that, um, and also just the, there are kids involved and stuff. And anytime kids get involved in that kind of situation, it just, it's, 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 there's a lot of feelings that come about, but the, the point isn't about, whether these shows are good or bad or what, because these things are in them. What we're really talking about is like, not even budgeting, because that makes it sound it makes it sound so much easier than it is, uh, ironically enough. But but aligning right what your position for at the time, what you're open to mm. at the time, like what do you know what you're open to at this point in terms of the music you're listening to, the books you're reading, the TV you're watching? Are you exercising any sort of conscious control over it? Is one thing because if you have no willpower left, like me, maybe you're not. Right. And you're just like watching whatever shows up in front of you. But if you do, you know, are you are you aligning it with what you're looking for? And there have just been a lot of nights where the next episode of that particular drama is just not what we've been looking for. And so I haven't gotten through the season, even though I have a T-shirt of it. And so it's people like, oh, how did you like it? I thought it was great. It's like, I haven't seen it yet. It's like, oh, it's odd. You're wearing a Ted Lasso T-shirt. You haven't watched the last season yet. It's like, well, you know, I mean. It's a good T-shirt. <laughs> and, what is it? Uh, is I it like one it. of the one of the jerseys from the show, or is it? Does it That's say belief, Ted Lasso? It's the, belief, on it? it's the belief sign. Ah, yes. Uh, it's the belief sign. It's funny. I think my um, it, I had one, and then we got matching ones. Me and my son. I think it was a present from my wife. Uh, that I, I had a big believe shirt, and he had a little believe shirt, and then it turned out my nephew also had a believe shirt. And then we were all wearing them together at one point, uh, some sort of family reunion thing. Mm-hmm. But which was awesome, and it was great. Um, but the point being that like. Uh, 
there are other shows that I haven't been able to get through because I know when I get to that time, this is not what I need. And it, it does shape the media. I mean, it's, it's part of, I look back on being young and being like, Oh, people who are old, you know, what do they do? What do they watch? What do they listen to? And knowing now for certain that a lot of it, at least seems, I guess it's for certain, but it feels pretty certain is about just like having a different sort of mental and emotional budget, uh, as well as a greater sort of awareness of that budget. Um, it's like, I've had enough sadness. I don't need more sadness today. You know, I need, you know, I need guys grocery games or I've eaten enough. I don't want to watch more guys grocery games today. <laughs> I've eaten enough leftover barbecue. Um, and, uh, and I need to watch something else, but yeah, just like, uh, how do you take care of yourself? I need to watch, I need to watch squid game. <laughs> oh man. That's see, that stuff is tough. That stuff is tough because subtitles enter into a whole other category. Because uh, you can't wash the dishes while you're reading subtitles, you sure. just can't. Uh, and so, Squid Game, I did, but it, you know, I wasn't getting anything done while I was doing that. And there have been other Korean shows that have come up that I've wanted to watch that I can't because I don't have the uninterrupted time to not multitask while I'm doing it, and I can't multitask while I'm reading subtitles. Uh-huh. Um, and uh, you know, I mean, I could. I'm not going to put it on the big TV. <laughs> it's just like people screaming in Korean while my kids are trying to sleep. It just doesn't. I don't think people screaming in English is a great thing for my kids when they're asleep either. Um, but I think it's more like the screaming in these particular shows would be louder than I suppose. There's probably a lot of screaming in Justified, but definitely more than in Guys Grocery Games. We're like, no, the baloney. I can't fry the baloney. Um, but yeah, it's. Uh, the, the the time when you're alone is just the time when what you've got left in the tank just feels so much more uh, knowable. You know, I mean, when you're not alone, you don't I mean, I don't have the choice a lot of the time. I think that's I, that's interesting. And it just to, to bring it full circle before we shut it down. Right. Like, I think actually that's why getting a having a weekend to yourself, like having a weekend. You know, um, right. Like suppose, suppose that your wife took, took the kids on a family trip, right? And you were like left with a weekend yeah. alone. And, and yeah. so that your experience of solitude was not sort of concomitant with your experience of being like really depleted after a long day, you know, yeah, a long day yeah, of like yeah. working and parenting and raising children and keeping a house and like doing, doing all the things that, that you have to do. I think to a certain extent that, that accounts for like the burst of energy, um, the burst of energy that I felt because it wasn't like, you know, I, it wasn't like all, all the energy that would go to other people I had for myself and all the, you know, and then all the like the experience of sort of being by myself, which like is often kind of a depleted or a kind of interstitial sort of experience. It was all was like I was I was center stage. Right. And like uh, I had I had I was my most energetic time of the day. It's like, you know, first thing in the morning I got to sleep in. I got to, you know, uh, I got to whatever. So so that that sort of like it is I, I think it can eh, poison is too strong a word. I think it can color it can color your experience of being alone if you experience solitude at moments of of kind of peak depletion, you know, and that like uh, that. I don't know. It might be a good practice. It might be a good practice to try to get some experience of solitude, uh, at, you know, at moments when you have a little more energy and a little more um 
uh, a little more gas in the tank for yourself. Yeah. You have two young kids, so good luck with that, right? But like, uh, yeah. it is it it's interesting, at least theoretically, right? No, of course. I mean, I think that it's uh, it's valuable. We do negotiate to try to get a couple hours here and there. It just hasn't been easy recently. Um, yeah, I mean, also. I mean, I don't even want to harp on the weather and how that's kind of thrown a wrench into the works. But I think you're totally right. I definitely think that you're right. That um, Because if the first thing that you would do is just sort of sit in silence by yourself and then you're like, okay, you know. But I actually think that that's not a bad that's not a bad way to go about it. Like and not, you know, not like play a podcast during that time (laughs) and just kind of like let the silence. Start with the overthinking it podcast. Listen to that. If you want to be alone, go back to episode one of the overthinking it podcast. (laughs) Listen to all of them in succession at two times speed so that you get them done in half the time. Oh my goodness. (laughs) That's, Don't do that. I, you would break your brain, I'm sure. Um, but yeah, geez. this is this is seven nine five. You know, we're talking about uh, we're talking about like if you did it without sleeping, it would be thirty three days and change of uh, of straight straight podcasting, right? If you slept uh, and only listened to podcasts uh, sixteen hours a day. You're talking about fifty days, almost two months. If you did it only, uh, if you did it only for eight hours a day, uh, you know it's a hundred days, which is uh, half of a working year. If you did it only during <laughs> only during business hours, I'm I'm shocked. Uh, I'm shocked that I have that much to say. But thinking about thinking about uh, solitude, I guess I don't know. The solitude is when you kind of fill up the tank of of things that you have to. Uh, things that you have to talk about a little bit, you know, Uh, we had to, we, uh, we had to let Mark go. Uh, He, he was unfortunately not experiencing solitude (laughs) at the, at the moment. So we feel, we feel for him, especially since this is something nice we do for ourselves at the end of the weekend, Um, you know, and for an audience. Uh, But uh, yeah, uh, we, we appreciate him, Pete. I appreciate you. And to everyone who's listening, we, we appreciate you now. Turn off your podcatcher, you know, go, uh, go experience a little solitude in, in whatever way you're able. Maybe you're able to get, get, uh, three minutes of solitude, you know, uh, maybe you can't, can't get a day to yourself. Your life is just not set up like that, but can you just, uh, can you really experience that, uh, that three minutes of three minutes of solitude, um, before you crank up that bagpipe music? <laughs> and get, get to, back to work. Get back. Get back to work. Da 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 Scotland the Brave. That's where I always assumed that the the title of that of that melody went at the very end. Scotland the Brave. We'll be back next week with more Overthinking a Podcast. Until then, visit us on the web at overthinkingit.com, where we subject the popular culture to a level of scrutiny. It, it probably, probably doesn't, doesn't deserve. See, the thing is, Matt, there is one way for sure to guarantee that you're going to have plenty of time solitude. What's that? Buy a set of bagpipes. (laughs)